This is Jed McKay, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 243, and you're with your hyper Ray. Hello, apologies for any traffic noise in the background. Uh, joining me tonight for this idle chat is none other than, oh my gosh, get your, <laughs> get your recorders out, um, record this voice, Justin the Owl. Osgood, Justin, welcome back. Thank you very much, Ray, for having me, and thank you as always, Loonies, for listening. It's always a pleasure having you here, Justin. Um, we've got we've got a doozy to talk about. Uh, so for, mm. A, mm, for our idle chat, Looney listeners, as you've probably seen on the title, we're going to be looking at some underrated Moon Knight artists. Um, is that how you coined it, Justin? I couldn't remember. Or, or just some underappreciated? Yeah, kind of yeah. underrated, underappreciated. Mm. Yeah, ones that don't get a lot of recognition that maybe yeah. could or should. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a fun thing. It's a companion piece almost to... We did episodes previous with uh, top five Moon Knight art- artists and top five Moon Knight writers. Mm. So why not? Yeah, great idea, Justin. Why not do underappreciated ones? So we, yeah, yeah, Justin and I, we, we've got a few on our list we can go through. Um, but before any of that, of course, a huge thank you to our patronies like yourself, Justin. Um, just consistently, day in, day out, um, just supporting the show. It's a real, real boon for us and, and it allows us to kind of grow uh, I've mentioned this before as well, but the the funds, all of it, kind of goes into um, into the podcast and into improving it in in some way. So we are self sustainable now with a podcasting service. We've got a website. I'm looking at a, a sound effects library for our serial adventures, and I'm also Justin looking at. Um, we've been using Zencaster before, uh, remember? Mm-hmm. Um, but with mm-hmm. their yeah, with their paid monthly package, you you actually, there's some bells and whistles there for post production, and um, it will. Oh, yeah, which is really cool, and it will allow me actually to have a soundboard live while while we record. So, you know that sound Ooh, that you that heard, would be lovely. Oh, it, it will save a lot of time, and um, loony listeners, you would have heard Justin's um, catch cry hooting in there. All of that's in post production, <laughs> but you know, with this soundboard, I'll be able to do it live, which will be a lot of fun. And again, so, oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Mm, so so all that sort of stuff, a huge thank you to you Patronis. Uh, so the big thanks to the likes of Daniel, Drew, Justin, uh, Derek, Kyle, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Anthony, Russell, and Michael. Um, so we're creeping up. I'm, I'm so glad to have all of you on board. Uh, creeping up in numbers with Patronis. I'm loving it. So thank you so much. Um, our top sponsors, of course, Tombs, uh, Drew Tombs. He's got some music on SoundCloud and Bandcamp under Tombs with a BZ and Lurk Music with a CK. Uh, go check that out. And Daniel Doing, Fringe Night, an original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero. Uh, issue 5 is very much near completion uh, that will be out soon. Uh, Daniel's dropped some preview artwork. It looks really great, really cool. 
Um, and finally, Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Now, we've got a comment, Justin. It came through from one of our patronies, Kyle. So I might as well say it now. I'm I gonna... saw that. Yeah. The... Mm. yeah. So let me just, uh, I'll just flick down the prompt sheet here. Uh, and it was from, yeah, from Kyle. Thank you, Car Eternal from YouTube. And he says, do not waste your time going to Schoenberg. Dreamland Comics is uh, no longer have any physical locations. If you go there, all you'll find is an empty building with a sign reading comics hanging from the ceiling. I emailed the owner and he confirmed that they are online only now. So a little sad, Justin. Mm. I mean, sign of yeah, the times. Yeah, that is sad. I, yeah, I was very sad to read that, actually. That made me... Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, because we know a lot of businesses have been hit with with the going on going ons, of course, of the last couple of years. Um, but yeah. yeah, but they've still got an online presence, so you can still. Um, that's yeah. At least they do have a presence. That's mm, good. At least exactly. At least they didn't fall entirely. That's that makes me happy. Yeah. yeah, me too. So, but thank you so much, Kyle, for for pointing that out um, as well, because. I'm all the way over here in Australia. I wouldn't have a clue <laughs> how things are um, over there. But it's it's sad to hear, but um, hopefully you can still order your stuff from them online. Uh, mm. So, Justin, we've got just a few bits of news here. I did a, a little bit of trawling. I thought that would be worth mentioning. I couldn't remember if I actually mentioned one of them before. Um, but to mm. open up, uh, one bit of news, the, the Moon Knight TV show has wrapped production. Um, so that <clears throat> seems to be all but confirmed. That was about um, five days, five, six days ago. We're recording on the 11th of <clears throat> October, so uh, the 6th or the 5th of October. Um, that wrapped up. And there was a video, I don't know, did you see it, Justin? I didn't see that. No, this is the first I've heard of that video, actually. Okay. It, it's. I mean, it's not really that spectacular. It's just one of the crew members, They they've got their handheld, they've got their phone, and they kind of go through the hotel room that they're in, and um, mm-hmm. and on the bed uh, there's a little a gift package which has the Moon Knight TV show logo on it, and it's like a thank you package for oh. staying staying at the hotel. So people have inferred that oh. that means it's kind of wrapped. So yeah, mm-hmm. that was um oh that's cool that's yeah, really cool pretty cool. So uh, we are getting a show if anyone had any doubts, um, and they'll be into mm-hmm. post production. Now, so that's um, that's exciting news. We're still anticipating. Well, Rebecca and I, Justin, reckon it's around March and April. We'll see the Moon Knight TV show. Mm. Uh, have you got any predictions? I was thinking either I would love to see it sooner rather than later. Don't mm. get me wrong, but I think that they might try to make it more of a summer and or fall oh, really? type of thing. Okay. Well, just because if if it if it does have a supernatural edge to the show, they might want to make that more of a fall thing. Ah, uh, yep, yep, that, that um, makes sense. And I don't, I don't know if they have any big summer movie blockbusters planned for uh, 2022. Oh, you're right. I've I've got no idea for the theater. Yeah. So they may they may be lining things up for, like like we saw this summer with um yeah with a few series on with, Disney is, Plus. Is uh, multitudes of oh not multiverse of madness? Is that is that out next year? Or I can't remember. I don't know. I thought so. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was, but I I don't know if it has an exact date yet. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean. I think it's safe to say 2022 is the year that we'll be going through, mm. hopefully having our watch parties, hopefully 
having heavy discussion on the TV show. Um, very exciting, exciting news. Uh, the next yeah. bit of, yeah, um, the next bit of news. Look, I'll, I won't linger too long on these white noises. They're not that big. Um, Marvel Design Vault on Amazon have released a series of uh, clothing, like hoodies, t-shirts, and all that, uh, on the 80th anniversary of Captain America. And that includes the, mm. the variant cover, the Moon Knight variant cover of number one. Um, so if you do like that cover, you can get that on a t-shirt or a, a hoodie. Um, are you familiar with that cover, Justin? It's the one with Moon Knight. Yeah. Yeah, with the flag and, yeah, yeah, and the shield yeah, as yeah. well. It's, it's cool that you can get that as a hoodie now. That's cool. Yeah, I, I didn't realise. I've never heard of Marvel Design Vault, but there you go. So uh, pick mm. it up, loonies, all you completionists. Um, I might. There's a lot of good <laughs> stuff on superhero stuff, so that's where I usually get my stuff yep. from. Um, but anyway. <laughs> and finally, Moon Knight number three, That's that features Hunter's Moon, and we all know it's not really the first issue of the appearance of Hunter's Moon. But anyway, it... Um, <laughs> It trended in as the third highest um, trending comic of that week, uh, the week of mm. well, last week of release. Uh, so that's exciting. Um, it shows that's that very Mo- exciting. Mm, yeah, it shows that Moon Knight's very much in the the mind's eye, I guess, of a lot of comic book fans. Yeah, and it's been selling extremely well. Look mm. at all of these se- second printings that have been going on. And yep. I think they're even talking about a third printing for one of them, aren't they? Yes, a uh, third printing for issue one will be out. Yeah. Uh, by the time that this episode drops, it will be out um, on on New Comic Book Day. So this week it actually mm. drops. So um, get yours. I'm a bit, I'm a bit silly, Justin. I... I I'm deciding to pick up second printings now as well. Just I don't know why. Oh, okay. Especially when it, when it's Moon Knight, you know. Absolutely. Get all the covers. <laughs> get the get the whole uh, library of covers. Yeah. So I mean, the different covers look pretty cool. I know for the third printings, uh, the third printing and actually the second printing of um, of issue two. They are distinctly different covers. Um, they actually take the material from inside the book and turn it into a cover. So issue two has, um, remember when Mark goes into the mindscape and there's that huge hulking Moon Knight? Um, mm. That's now the cover for issue two of the second printing. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, and issue the third printing of issue one is that kind of splash shot of um, the very first time you kind of see... Moon Knight crashed through the van of vampires. So that's, Ooh. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's a great choice for the cover. Yeah. Yeah. So um, pick them up if you, if you had missed out on the first printings or if you, if you want to add to your collection. So those, um, those are the bits of news this week, Justin, but I'm more <laughs> excited with our chat now of these underappreciated, underrated Moon Knight artists. So. Mm. I'd like you to you to open the account. Uh, Justin and I have chosen about three, and um, what we also have at the end of it is um, artists. I guess we'd want to see do Moon Knight. Yeah, yeah, ones that either they're maybe our favorite artists, mm-hmm. or maybe ones that we we think would do a really good rendition of Moon Knight just because of their particular style. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know the the first one of your. The first cab off the ranks for you, Justin. Who do you think is one of the more underappreciated artists for Moon Knight? Well, I went, I went back and I went to Mark Spector Moon Knight for this mm-hmm. first artist. 
because I just love his style. It's James Fry. Nice. And um, he first appeared, I think, in yeah, in issue forty-two, mm-hmm. and he went all the way up through um, fifty-four, mm-hmm. and uh, he drew also one of my favorite issues of that entire series, which was issue number 50, oh, yes. in which Moon, Moon, Moon Knight burned his Avengers card. I just love, love, <laughs> love, love that issue so much. And he has such a great, unique style. I can't really compare his art style to anyone in particular because it is kind of his own. But it's he was also had the, um, the fortune of being matched with an extremely talented inker, Chris Ivey, mm-hmm. who... Um, that was kind of like a dream pairing because their 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 styles complemented each other just oh, yeah. so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that... And what a great choice for for Moon Knight that type of art with the dark, the heavy use of shadows. Yes, yeah. that, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, the the combo with um, Fry and Ivy, um, a lot of use of the shadows that you see, which which were kind of. I mean, during that time, I think it's fair to say the likes of Sin City really did make that a, a popular kind of looking uh, inking style mm. with a lot of the play of the light mm-hmm. and and the shadow falling on the, you know, the, to create that texture. Mm. Um, but yeah, James Fry's got a very like, I don't know, I, I describe it as a very kind of fluid looking art. Um, it, it's certainly different. Um, I, I'm, I know some people aren't too keen on it as well. So there's a bit of an acquired taste. Mm. I'm I'm kind of thinking... The closest comparison I can think of is Scott Scott McDaniel um, from mm, yeah yeah he did some Daredevil uh, stuff uh, a lot of use of the lighting and the inking in, in a similar way um, but yeah, yeah I can definitely see that comparison Scott McDaniel that's a good yeah. a really good comparison yeah and um, I, I wonder too if if people are, are give this this some stick just because of the story that that was. That well, around because that would be you that had too. that crazy story where where Mark was mutated and he turned yep. into a demon, you know, creature. Yeah, and then there was dead dead zone flying around <laughs> and all this yes. stuff. So I I wonder if people you know just didn't like the story, so they the artwork wasn't enough to keep them invested. Maybe uh, I, I wonder if that's part of it. But I, I think they could good. just not like the art. That's fine. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think that's a good point. I think um, and. Again, it's just very, very much opinion and stuff. But if if you didn't really like the story around that time, yeah, that wouldn't help the art. Same like vice versa. Like if you, mm. um, if you didn't really like the art, the story kind of um, is affected. True. Um, yeah. So yeah, but right. look, you have to have a good balance of both. Yeah. 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 I mean, but Fry, he had a good run. Like that's a good year of Mark Spector Moon. Like 12, mm. 12 issues, forty two, or you know, or thereabouts. Twelve issues, forty two to fifty four. Um, yeah. Yeah. And That's... there was a great one where uh, the werewolf came back. Mm. And illustrated both both of those issues where the werewolf reappeared. Mm-hmm. And, and as you say, yeah. he had that he had the milestone issue or fifty, which is no, mm. it, you know that's a that's a nice achievement, and it's nice to say as an artist that you get to do the a milestone issue. So that's pretty cool. Mm. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So and what, yeah. he also had was a, yeah Gambit was uh, yeah in there as well. Yeah. Um, a yeah. Bit of, yeah. There was a beautiful panel too in issue number fifty, where um, where James illustrated Moon Knight to the extent where he made him kind of look like an angelic figure. Oh. He was hanging from, I think he was hanging from Angel Wing by by a rope ladder. <laughs> Angel and, Wing, and just just the way that uh, 
James Fry drew his cloak kind of billowing around. It, it made him look like an angel. It was really striking. It, it, it stuck in my mind after the first time I saw it. I was like, wow, that's really cool. What, um, that's testament, isn't it, to, to artists, especially mm. those that you do like. I mean, if you have these kind of images burned into your mind, I mean, they've done their job. Mm. So, uh, Absolutely. That stuck with me for years after I read that issue, and I thought, wow, this is really cool. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I love James Fry, and I'd like to get some more spotlight on his artwork and um, do you get know, some more people appreciating it. Yeah, yeah do you know other, other titles that he worked on? Or I don't think he's had that much in Marvel. He's he's hopped around a lot. He did a lot of like fill in stuff for annuals and yeah. and one shots and and backups and things like that. The first time I saw his artwork was actually <laughs> it was a it was a um, comic book adaptation of a Saturday morning cartoon called Inhumanoids. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, it is absolutely. <laughs> bonkers insane <laughs> the show is about these giant monsters that live inside the the core of the earth um one Sounds of them good. can decompose decompose people and turn them into zombies Ooh. one of them can can basically is a giant um plant and can can create new versions of himself by splitting them off it's yeah. it is absolutely insane but i loved it when i was a kid and they did this <laughs> this very very short-lived comic book adaptation of it and he was the artist for the first couple of issues all right I, I, I made sure to remember his name after that but <laughs> yeah oh that's cool no <laughs> oh, james Fry. i mean yeah and um i mean so yeah he did a a fair bit, like twelve, as I said, twelve issues of Mark Spector Moon Knight. So a nice slab there. Um, mm. I wanted to just jump onto my first one because it is a Mark Spector Moon Knight one yeah. as well. By yeah, um, yeah, by I coincidence, uh, and I picked Sal Voluto. I mean, he he's an established mm. artist. He's he's a big for mm. me. He's he's like a biggish name. Um, mm. And so he did Mark Spector. He did it from issue one to twenty four. So he did almost half of the whole run of uh, Mark Spector yeah. Moon Knight. Um, and I, I know, I like his art because, well, I fell in love with his art from uh, the Christopher Priest Black Panther run, which comes later on. Um, oh, oh, he, he did do that one. Yeah, he did. And it, the artwork is so beautiful in that. Um, and mm. I can't remember who inks it, but they're, they're a match made in heaven. Um, and it's it's so beautiful. It's, it's just really interesting to see his artwork earlier on in the 90s. Um, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, in Moon Knight, uh, in the Moon Knight book, for that matter, as well. Uh, and there's just something, I know, really nice and consistent about his artwork, the same way that I really did like uh, the likes of, I might get this wrong, Justin, but Paul, Paul Ryan and Tom Palmer from The Avengers. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, I love Paul Ryan. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they're not, it's not like Jim Lee or, or Rob Liefeld or Todd McFarlane art in that in that sense, but it's just really mm-hmm. good, solid comic book art it, yeah exactly it's co- classic comic book mm. art in its in its purest most distilled form but it also has a unique uh flair to it that the artists bring them to themselves so yeah yeah, yeah I, I love that yeah yeah absolutely and 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 i think again um salvaludo's early art here uh it's interesting to see it um like and, and where he start kind of started i'm sure he did a lot more before this but then how he mm. progresses into Black Panther uh, in that run, that long run with Christopher Priest. Uh, so you get some really cool 
arcs here, I guess. I mean, of course, he gets the number one issue, which is a is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does the Acts of Vengeance issues with the Punisher and um, and Jeff mm-hmm. Wild. Um, just I'm just flicking through here. He does the Trial of Mark Spector, which is a really cool four part. That's a great story. Yeah, I, I love, love that, that one. Mm, it's such a different yeah. take on on Moon Knight. You know, looking at his um, his basically his war criminal days mm. uh, as a murder. So his past comes back to catch up with him, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty good. That's right in the middle of kind of his run. Uh, mm. Then you get these weird, wacky ones. Like, I remember I jumped on Mark Spector Moon Knight around issue, just after, um, issue 19, because I remember picking up that issue with, um, it's got Spider-Man, Punisher, Moon Knight. Punisher, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's actually got, on the cover, it's got the logo um, font for Wolverine. <laughs> And it says something like, oh. we don't have Wolverine here, but we, we know that. Yeah, which is a blatant marketing thing. Um, yeah, which is so funny. But uh, there are some, yeah. yeah, some little, like, little arcs in here. There's one with Chainsaw. Um, mm. Weird mm-hmm. kind of Texas Chainsaw Massacre-esque character. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, just some other... Uh, there's that one in 24 where he's in the jungle as well. And I remember that had... Um, I think that had Frenchie and Marlene... Um, I think that was yeah. I think that was the one where they could try to rescue him. So really, some really fun. Uh, he fights zombies in in the early issues as well. Issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there was the black cat that made a guest yes. appearance early oh, on. How yeah. good did Black Cat look with Sal Valudo's art? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so. he did a really good rendition of her. That was fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, you know, we're talking about underappreciated artists as well. I think similar with James Fry. Justin, I'd love to see them return as well. You know, I'm just seeing yeah. how far yeah, they've do come. Do a new cover, yeah, like a, a cover. variant cover for yeah. for the new series or, or something. Yeah, that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, Sal Valuto's excellent. I I agree with you. He's definitely underappreciated. And um, my introduction to him was actually in a DC book. It was Justice League Task Force. Oh. Which was a, a spin-off book in the mid '90s, and it was it was like a rotating cast of of characters with Martian Manhunter as the sole ah um, oh, nice as the sole constant member, and he was kind of the leader. Um, and Sal Valuto's artwork was great in that. He I think he did the first um, first year of that one. Oh, fantastic! And, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very talented, and he he works really good with whatever anchor he's paired with too. And some mm-hmm. artists you can't really say that about. That's true. But with with Sal, I mean, he had Tom Palmer and, and uh, Mark Spector Moon Knight, who's who's a great anchor. But they worked yep. fantastic together. There was never a conflict. I think. I mean, I guess that's part of the reason why I I didn't realize that. Sorry, Justin, I didn't realize. Tom Palmer did that did the inks. Um, that's probably what really got me thinking about that Avengers run and liking it oh. to this one because, yeah. Um, same inker, yeah. Same inker, yeah. Well, he does have a yeah, very... Yeah, he was doing double duty for a while. He was doing Avengers for, yeah. gosh, I think the better part of a decade, mm. if not longer. But he's, and then yeah. he was doing a bunch of other books too, yeah. But he has such a um, recognisable inking um style mm. i think so yeah i mean and so i guess kudos as much has to go to um to tom palmer as well um with mm. this with with sal Valudo. i think they make a really good pair yeah um, definitely yeah um how about your second choice justin my second choice is the legendary mark texiera yes wow no stranger um, to marvel or, or comic no. books 
Um, right. Yeah. And uh, just recently, a few years ago, when I was looking over those Masters of the Universe mini comics Ooh. that you and I love so much, <laughs> um, I discovered that he did the artwork in a large chunk of those. Wow. And I, th- I thought, wow, that's incredible. Um, but if, if you read those, you can definitely see it. You can see his style in there. But um, I just love anything that he does, really. I'll, I'll read whatever he's drawing, basically. Yeah. Um, so I loved him in High Strangers, that mm-hmm. whole four-issue series. And, of course, crazy story. Yeah. <laughs> the crazy story. It's with the aliens. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But his Moon Knight there is really cool. I mean, I, I can remember there's a splash page, I think in issue one, where he he's down on the rope ladder or he jumps off the, the, the moon jet. Really nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does a lot of great images of Moon Knight kind of in action, flying with mm-hmm. his flying through the air, like with it, using his glider cape or yeah. like just about to just about to launch himself at someone. Um, and, and we saw a lot of that in, in the in the actual series. Mm-hmm. That he illustrated after um, he was he the one that followed up David Finch or was there another artist in between I can't remember ah uh, there was another artist uh, in between actually the one uh, is one of my under underappreciated artists artists as well oh yes yeah 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 <laughs> so it's wow we've actually yeah we picked um, similar we um, did some so we did some parallels here I we like did that. yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, so you're mentioning Volume Five, Moon Knight, um, and Mark Teixeira. He, he he takes on, I guess, when Benson um, writes as well. I mean, we've we've covered a couple of those Black Spectre issues, mm-hmm. Justin. So uh, yeah, uh, issue fourteen to issue twenty five, he does. Yeah, he, he does quite a lengthy run on that on that yeah. series. And, yeah. and one of the things to note, I guess, is Moon Knight is uh, it actually has a distinct look. Um, uh, a, apart from the the David Finch and and the Miko Suian um, issues, uh, his mark his Moon Knight to me comes across more white, like the face, and mm. it's mm-hmm. just a little, um, which is cool. I mean, it's such a different look for him, um, and he loses that. Um, he does it. He uses shadows every now and again, but you, you tend to see him more as a white um, figure. Um, in it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, really cool. Tuxira, I mean, Ghost Rider. I just love his stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you you collected that one too, didn't you, Ray? The, the, the 1990s Ghost Rider? Yes. Yes, I did. I yeah. Loved, loved it. That's how I, I think I, I got into Tuxira. He did some Punisher as well. Um, mm. and yeah. he did some Hercules. I've got the, the, the new twelve the new twelve labors of Hercules. He did that. Oh. Yeah. I can't remember for the life of me the, the writer, but it was a it was a really fun kind of take. Oh, I bet that's great with his artwork for Hercules. Yeah. I bet that's great. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. So I'll yeah, have to read that. <laughs> so yeah, so Matic Zero, really good choice. Uh thank you. Justin. And I, I can see him. Like if we're looking at today's like series uh, and the the tone that Jed McKay has kind of created, I can actually see Mark Tixera pencil mm. pencil that. Not not to say Me that. Too. Yeah, I mean, not to say I don't want to take anything away from Alessandro Capuccio, um, but I think that tone that just comes with Tixera art, I think, uh, would work really well. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Like if if Alessandro Capuccio ever needed a break. 
yes. like for an issue or something. <laughs> yes. I, I could see, I could see Mark Tixier coming in and doing like a fill-in issue, and it, there would be no interruption in the flow at all. It would no, be, it, it would, it wouldn't be a, a road bump in the story whatsoever. It'd be yeah. fantastic. And actually, I mean, because. Uh, I mean, again, Capuccio was a great artist as well, but uh, Tixera with his experience, because I looked on Marvel Wiki, this is where I found him, where I, I got, you know, in our prompt sheet, the info, Justin, and, and he's got like um, 122 um, issues, comic book issues of Marvel that he's penciled, so... Mm. Um, that's pretty high. I mean, that is pretty high. And he's done some DC stuff as well. Yes. So that's, yeah, yeah that's really cool. Yeah, he's, he's been around the Yonks. Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah. we've been talking about him in the nineties and it's 2021 now. So right. <laughs> 30, yeah, 30 odd years and then some. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I love, I love that he's still doing stuff like yeah. the Hercules. I, I love that. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. I think, um, and as well, like some artists, their 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 art kind of de- develops and their style changes, which you know for the better mm-hmm. or worse. Um, Tixier mm. has been pretty consistent, and and I'm not saying that in the sense mm. that he hasn't developed because he's he's you know phenomenal artist, but he's mm. he's definitely kept that signature look with his with his works. True, it is very recognizable in a, in a good way. Yeah, in know, a very a good, good way. way some- Yep. Yeah, and uh, it's distinct. It's very distinctive. Yep. I think the pairing with him and Javier Solteras, um, they mm. were, again, looking at the Ghost Rider one, and I believe he may have done that in the... He, um, yep, sorry? Yeah, he did a little bit for, for the Moon Knight issues, yes, too, Moon I think. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. So th- th- that's another dream team. Those two working together. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. And yeah, right. And he's he's done some. Solteros has done some recent stuff for the Spirit of Vengeance in some of the more recent one shots. I think um, for, oh. for Ghost Rider. Yeah. So he's oh he's, nice. Yeah. So he's still around. Um, I think there's that whole drive with Marvel to actually bring a lot of the classic creators back. Like they've mm. got Louise Simonson uh, coming back to do a tale on New Mutants, which is really cool. Ooh. That yeah. is cool. Yeah, so we're just waiting for Bill to come back for Moon Knight. Uh, that would be or, yes. du- or Doug. That would be great. <laughs> oh, I would love that. I would oh. love to, even if it's just for an issue, like yeah, a just film for an issue, like just for saying. a one shot, yeah, or, yeah. or an an or an annual or something. Yeah, I, oh, it'd be oh. so, so great. An and I, I was thinking today how wonderful it would be to have Doug and Don Perlin, who's still oh, active, yes, do do something together, some backup story or some little yep. thing. Don, yeah, Don's in yeah. his 90s. It's amazing. It's Isn't great. that amazing? It's great. It's, cr- it's incredible. I yeah. love it. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see that um, for sure. Um, yeah. Now, we're talking about parallels here, Justin, so I'm going to bounce to uh, my yes. other one. Yes, let's hear your second choice. Yeah, uh, yeah, Miko Suiyan. Uh It's funny. He, he kind of fills the gap between uh, David Finch and, uh, and Mark Texera, as you mentioned. So um, just a short run. On Moon Knight, so Volume Five, issues nine to twelve only, and that was the the Midnight. Um, was it called Midnight Suns? Midnight Sun. Yeah, Midnight yeah, Sun. Yeah. Yeah. S U N. Yeah. Um, so that was with Jeff Wilde, some very grisly kind of artwork mm. there. I, I thought he was a good choice to follow up from David Finch because his art is, in a lot of ways, kind of similar. Uh, to David Finch, so it wasn't as jarring, I think, for for readers to to get David Finch mm-hmm. and then move on to another artist. Um, but yeah, I, I love. I've been a fan of his art for a long time, and uh, he's one of my fellow fellow fellows, fellow Filipinos. So 
Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So he, he's big in the Philippines, in the comic book in, uh, community at least. Uh, he's one of the bigger bigger ones. Uh, what what other things has he done besides Moon Knight? I haven't heard um, of his other work. Yeah, he's done a lot of, actually, he's done a lot of Valiant comics, uh, which I really oh, love. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's done yeah. some Bloodshot. I, I, I can't. Just having a look at some of my del- uh, uh, deluxe editions at the back. Um Oh, I, I couldn't name him. I think, I think, yeah, he's done a whole heap of um, Bloodshot, um, but he's also he does a lot of covers as well. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head where he's from, but he's always been around, and I see him a lot on Twitter. Um, he doesn't mind mm. doing a lot of stuff. I think he does some DC work as well. Dare I say? I'm not too sure, but um, very mm-hmm. active. Yeah, very very active member. Mm. Yeah, yeah I, I think he did a variant cover, didn't he? For for one of the more recent issues. Oh, we, we would have. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I seem to remember a a picture of Moon Knight with a bunch of blood all over his cowl with his fists up. Or, oh, yes. You, that could very much... Yes, yes, he did. He did. He did. You're right. That was, one. I think, one of the harder ones to get. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, for sure. Oh, you're right. You're right. I think Miko Suin did, did do it. I think he does a lot of covers. Um um, and I'm not sure whether he's shying away from, from doing actual comics, but uh, proof is in the pudding with issues 9 to 12, uh, very, mm. I, I think, very high-quality high quality stuff. Yeah, that is some definitely great artwork. I love that stuff. I, yeah. I, I feel bad I forgot about him when we were talking earlier. I was like, who's it <laughs> that filled in between the two? I think, I think maybe in my head it was just because they're Finch and his style, at least at that time period, where, yes. like you said, they're kind of not similar, but... Yeah, but very, um, they, yeah, they are. They kind are kind of, of yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, um, so maybe, sorry, yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's why my brain didn't remember that. Ah, yes, yeah. yeah. But um, very cool, very cool stuff. Um, how about your third one here, Justin? My third one is going back all the way to Fist of Conchu, <laughs> Chris uh, uh, Chris Warner, yes, um, who illustrated. Five out of six of those issues. Yeah, interesting. He didn't do the last one. Um, I don't know whether something mm. maybe scheduling or or something. Um, but his artwork's very strong, uh, and it's just strange that he he doesn't do the last of a of a mini series. Um, yeah, that was weird. I yeah, I don't know what happened with that? But unless, of course, I, I've never really investigated. Unless Fist of Conchu was meant to be an ongoing regular, I can't remember. Um, I I kind I kind of think that it was. I okay. I feel like the, the 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 cancellation on that was very abrupt because okay. I I remember when I was first reading that I was going through the letters pages to see if there was any uh, announcement of a cancellation. I don't remember one. Right. Yeah, that's it's a strange one. It's one of those I think hidden gems. I mean, I've mentioned it before. Uh I I, I initially didn't like it. Um but I've I've really grown to to love it. Uh, the art is always good. It's it's very, uh, again in a lot of ways, Justin, very classic, um, older, classic. yeah, older decade um, comics. Yeah, it's very kind of pulpy. Yes, um, yeah, that's it. And again, not to sound like a broken record about the inkers, but uh, I think a lot of that has to do with the inker uh, E. R. Cruz. Oh right, yes, yeah, who, who did the inks on this and. Um, just a beautiful, beautiful job with making it look very kind of pulpy and yep. 
old school adventure ish, but also 1980s comic book style. And what a great rendition of Morpheus we get oh, in issue number, number three with all that crazy mindscape stuff and yeah. and him giving his uh, fraction of his power to other people. Yeah, was, that was a great issue. Oh, um, it's- it's just yeah, and the detailing in in all these mm. issues are just it's phenomenal. You know the background stuff, like even say with Morpheus, as you're saying, um, I've just got visions again of um, of when he's talking to his, I don't know, his cult. Um, they're in that kind of dilapidated <laughs> building, and um, Marlene, mm. yeah, I think it's Marlene, is creeping around amongst the rubble. You can really mm. like it. It really does evoke a whole. Uh, environment for you um and so that again testament to chris warner and uh and cruise mm. for um just beautiful artwork yeah yeah I, I i love going back to read those issues just because of the artwork you know mm. it just it doesn't have anything to do with the story and and also like i said during my my uh, isla ross sessions i think mm-hmm. that's probably the sexiest that mark specter has ever <laughs> that, that yeah. first issue with the diving board and him Absolutely. shirtless in the bed i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> well I, I tell you i'm i'm excited to see it re like reprinted and and like re remastered mm. you know just kind of yes. freshened up because you know, reading it from the pages again, from age pages wear out and and stuff. So you, you get a different quality. It'd be good to see revitalized. Um, yeah, yeah. And so. we are going to see it next year, I think, right yeah. in the in the omnibus. So that's really exciting. Exactly. Yep. So not not long now. Um, and just so a little note, Mark Beecham. I'm I'm really unfamiliar with that that artist, Justin, but he does a final issue of Fist of Conchu. Um, mm. so yeah. Tidbit. Yeah, I'm not familiar with him too much either. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that last issue. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should do a follow-up idle chat, um, Justin, with under underappreciated art, artist. Yes, you, can, you could be in that under one. underappreciated. <laughs> <laughs> um, my look, my final pick. It's, it's again. I mean, if we're talking about underrated, underappreciated, uh, he really has only a couple of issues under his belt of Moon Knight, but I picked him because he's one of my favourites, um, Juan Jose Rip. Uh, he mm. has been around as well f- for a while. Um, and again, I got introduced to his art from the Valiant comics that he did. Um, nice. and hyper detailed, but I, I don't know. I just really love it. I mean, his, his characters can come across as looking a bit cartoonish, but just the level of detail that he invests in, in each of the panels, uh, it's just phenomenal. He, um, I think he did some variant covers or regular covers for Contagion. So there was that uh, um, that event not that long ago with Moon Knight in it. Uh, he did the covers for that. Um, so a really a really good artist. So anyway, he he did two issues of Vengeance of the Moon Knight, um, vo- the last two, volume nine and ten. Um, mm. But yeah, just just uh, I don't know. He, uh, one of my personal uh, an indulgence for me. One of my personal faves. Um, and uh, and again, I'd love to see him do a bit more Moon Knight if he. If he was able to, mm. and some variant covers, or like we're talking about some fill-in issues. Yeah, oh, are you yeah, familiar I'm not, with I'm his? Not, I'm not really fi- okay. No, not really. I, I, I actually haven't read Vengeance of the Moon Knight that. Oh, of course, of course. And um, Marvel Knights that oh, stuff, okay. yeah. and and the Bendis run are all um, still unread by me. Right. Um, yeah, oh, I'm saving all of those. Oh yeah, it's worth um yeah it's worth finding some time to just sit down and and uh, and enjoy them all. Um, but yeah, one as a rip. I um yeah I can't remember where else last I saw him. He's still around. He's still doing stuff. 
Um, yeah, I just looked up some samples of his stuff, and yeah. I, I really like it. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Arthur Adams a little bit. Yeah. Bit, uh, like you were saying, the, the really super detailed style. I really like that. Yeah, the, the, to me, there's like almost like an, like an indie vibe to his, his, um, his artwork. Mm. Uh, so just mm-hmm. a little bit like what you wouldn't expect from like a Marvel or a DC comics. Um, but he did yeah, a fantastic. Yeah, yeah, he did a fantastic series in Valiant called Britannia. Um, it was a, about the, one of the very first detectioners they were called. It's during ancient Rome, and he's actually a detective, mm. Antonius. Um, and he, he goes through some detective work, uh, some supernatural stuff, some um, pseudo religious stuff. It, it's really, really cool. But um, yeah, mm. one as he rip a big, a big, um, a big tip of the hat oh, to that's him. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, hopefully he will do more, because what was that, only three issues that he did? Oh, yeah, only a couple. Yeah, nine and ten I've got here, yeah. um, last two. So um, we with his run of Moon Knight, Vengeance of the Moon Knight, you saw the uh, the black Moon Knight suit as well. There's like a stealth suit. Oh. He, he mixes it with the right. Secret Avengers, um, so he does that. I mean, that's <laughs> one of the memorable bits. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Um, okay, well, as for then, I mean... Justin, how about some artists that you would like to see do Moon Knight that n- not necessarily will that haven't done him before? Um, yeah, I have a short little list here. Actually, mm-hmm. uh, the first one is Kyle Hotz, who recently did um, a variant cover, I think, for number two okay. of the new series. Um, and it was one that I tried to get, but I wasn't quick enough, and now it's oh, is that going the for- is that the purple one with Moon Knight on the rooftop? Yeah, and he's got kind of claws on those. Yes. Yeah. In that image. Yeah. Really nice, really yeah. Good. He's 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 amazing. Yeah. I I can't remember where I first encountered his art. I think he was yeah he was doing Doctor Strange in the nineties for a little while. Oh. And then okay. I I followed him over to Malibu. He did some Ultraverse stuff. He did a title, uh, Steve Englehart title called The Nightman. And cool. I just love his artwork. He's great. And I know that I was so excited to see him do a Moon Knight variant. I was like, oh, my God, finally. Oh. Did, have you got it? Uh, I think that's one of the more expensive covers. I couldn't get it. It is. Yeah. I Yeah, I couldn't get it either. I wasn't quick enough on that. And now it's beyond my grasp. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think, I think With uh, all those kind of variants, the 1 to 25s or whatever, um, they're just so hard, aren't they? They're like. Tough, yeah. 40, 40 US or you know it's pretty pretty difficult yeah um, I, th- there was that I, Ivan Race one that I really wanted for mm. um, number three that just about blew my mind the first time I saw it but then oh, I saw yeah. the price and I was like oh yeah it was like oh maybe not <laughs> yeah maybe not yeah yeah I saw that I saw that on eBay I was just I was just surfing eBay the other day it's like, yep, never going to get that one. But I'd love to, but you know, I don't think I'll be able to get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, what about for you, Ray? What was one of your favorite? One of your choices? I was just really kind of thinking about what who I really do love to see. And he doesn't do work these days anymore, but it's one of the biggies. It's Joe Casada. I just, I like his oh, art. Yeah. Mm. So he did Daredevil. He did Exo Manowar from, from Valiant Comics. Again, a very, a very. Mm signature style um and i mm. think i think he can do dark uh, he did x factor of course as well i think he can mm. do mm. like dark and gritty so i mean not that moon knight has to be but i, I just think that his his artwork would suit moon knight so um mm. 
Yeah, Jay Casada. I agree. I can yeah. definitely see that. I can see that because he also illustrated um, Azrael, the um, ah for for DC, the Denny O'Neill miniseries that introduced that character, and oh, and Azrael does doesn't really look a lot like Moon Knight, but the with the cowl and everything, you can kind of see a little bit of the framework of the character there, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that would, that would look really cool. Yeah, so Joe Casada, I mean, he's obviously obviously gone to do bigger and better things as editor in chief and creative director of such and such. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, you know, in, in another reality, I'd love him to to go pick up the pencils again and do it. Um, how about your other one? Have you got a couple there, Justin? Yeah, I've got a couple more. Um, Luke McDonnell. Oh, that name ring, rings a bell. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know if he's still active or, or anything he's done recently, but in the 80s he was um, pretty omnipresent. He did a, a lengthy run on Iron Man <sighs> yep. uh, when Denny O'Neill was writing it. And he was omnipresent. He, also, he was omnipresent. Justin. Yeah, he was all <laughs> over the place. He was omnipresent, and he, yeah. <laughs> he also uh, did a Suicide Squad for oh, okay. DC. Um, yep, from issue number one with John Ostrander. So, oh, nice. I, I love his artwork. It's very dark and moody, Ooh. and I think it would. And and when we're talking about the Punisher annual um, featuring the artwork of the great Bill Reinhold, I kept mm-hmm. wanting to compare his artwork to someone else, and it was Luke McDonald. I, I kept trying to think of, of his, oh. his style, and okay. I kept thinking, gosh, I, I would love to see Luke McDonald do a, a Moon Knight. And he did a bunch of other stuff, too, uh, for DC and Marvel, and he also did Dread Star, one of my favorites for first. He did a, nice. a run on that for a while. Yeah, yeah nice. So. Oh, Dread Star, for sure. Far out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know yeah. One, one of your um, all-time faves. So. Mm, definitely, yeah. yes. Um, look, I've got a bit of a list here, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna truncate it. I I will pick. Um, I think Elena Casagrande. I don't know if you know, she's kind of new on the scene, so I thought I'd pick some. No, some, I okay, yeah, I thought I'd pick some modern, like some current ones as well, uh, as well mm. as some oldies. Mm-hmm. Elena Casagrande. She's she's currently doing the the Kelly Thompson Black Widow. Um, series. Oh, oh, yeah! You were telling me about oh, that. Oh, it's so gorgeous! Yes. It's just I phenomenal. Yeah, and she—I mean, she can. Do, she's she's got so much talent. She can do action scenes. Um, she can do you know just close-ups of, of like portrait of of characters. Uh, her layouts are fantastic, mm. but her art is just—it's uh, it, I don't know who to liken it to. Maybe oh, not even, but maybe Joel Jones. Um, that kind of art, mm. uh, but really, mm-hmm. really cool. And and since she's doing Black Widow, she can obviously do some characters that um, you know have a secret past or have a, a dirty past. Mm. Um, I reckon she can do mm-hmm. Moon Knight as well. Mm. That'd be cool. That'd yeah. be really cool. I'll have to check out that Black Widow series. You've definitely oh. got me interested in that one. Yeah. Yeah, I started collecting it. I got like issues one and two, uh, and then I missed out because uh, my LCS, you know, they don't. They don't order massive amounts, so I missed out on issue three, and that was oh. enough, that was enough for me to go. Oh, okay, I missed the boat. I'll I'll, I'll just wait for trade. But it, it's definitely worth looking in trade, um, or at least just checking out in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about nice. how about another a final one for you, Justin? Sure. My final one would be. Um... Although he has illustrated Moon Knight before, it was a long time ago, and I think it was only once, Mark Silvestri. Oh, nice. 
Yeah, very nice. Yeah, he did a, he did a uh, one of the backups. He did. He's uh, very the early. First, the first yeah. round. Almost unrecognizable. Uh, his, his artwork. Yeah, so different. Yeah. So different. And that's that's why I would love to see a rendition now to yeah. see how, how he would illustrate him now. I, I always really liked his style a lot. I mean I was I know that it was kind of the the 90s style for a while was kind I of love to it. copy him and a couple of other people's but I always loved it. And when when he started uh, Cyber Force for mm. Image that was one of the, the early image ones that I really enjoyed not only because of his artwork but the stories were always really good and the, the writing was good. Yeah, I think um, so yeah I'd love to see a new rendition of Moon Knight by him. Yeah, again, uh, Super Team with him and Dan Green, I remember, really good on inks mm. uh, with Uncanny mm-hmm. X-Men. Um, I think they yeah. my, my favorite, one of my favorite issues, uh, issue 251, um, it's got that purple cover with um, with Wolverine on the crucifix, the X-Crucifix. Um, oh, yes, after the Reavers come yes. and, and put the boots to the X-Men. Oh, yeah, that's what, right. a, what a cool, I love that kind of era. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, Mark Silvestri's Yeah, spent. that was a really... Yeah, that was a great dark story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, look, I'll just oh, I'll pick one here. So hard to, to pick. Uh, I'll go for something a bit odd. Clayton Crane, have you heard of him? Um, no, that's another one I haven't heard of. Okay, he's really cool. Again, Valiant Comics is where I, I've come across him. He did Rye. Mm. Um, so I know your co-host, Justin. Oh. Uh, Russell is a huge Rye fan. Um, oh, okay. Mm, but he does like a painted... Um, it's it's like one of those kind of painted looking um mm. I, I don't know artworks mm-hmm. of, of comics uh, he does a lot of covers um it's kind of like a very if you think of a maybe a cyberpunk horror tinged version of mark brooks it's kind of like that <laughs> um, oh interesting yeah. okay so again that kind of i think that tone would work well for moon knight and again mm. i think that would yeah that would be really really cool um yeah, well, I'll have to check out some of his stuff because I like that description. <laughs> oh yeah, look, I'll, I'll have to send you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you Google it, but I'll, I'll love to send you some is- um, some images of his stuff. Uh, really, sure, really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, it can really go go the horror route. Um, but yeah, uh, look, nice. Justin. Before we go to a break, do you want to shout out any other names before before we um, um, we wrap up the show with some some nightlines? Um. Oh yeah, from the first uh, Moon Knight series, Kevin Nowlin. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, cool. I, I, he, he came in um, to fill some very big shoes when Bill Sienkiewicz left. Yes, and I thought he did an amazing job. Um, I, yes. I love, I love all of his stuff, and I think it was only maybe five issues that he did, but okay, um, yeah. those were really fantastic ones. Oh yeah, no, he, he's great as well. Um, and look, honorable mention, I give. Uh, I'll give to Gary Quappitz. Uh So again, he was from Mark. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark Spector, Moon Knight. Again, just very solid art. Um, I don't know how else to describe mm. it um, with the inks, and I think Tom Palmer again does the inks, so that helps a lot. Um, but issues thirty-nine to forty-four, uh, Gary Quappitz. So, so he does Moon Knight versus Doom. Um, yeah, that was a big one. That was yeah, a great story. That was a huge one, and he does the Infinity War kind of crossovers. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, he's great. Oh, he's, he's yeah, he's he's really good. Uh, yeah. Very underrated. We're talking about underrated. I really don't know much else about him other than the Mark Spector run. So, yeah, I don't either. I think that was the only thing I know that he did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, Loonies, you've got plenty of artists 
to to now explore and investigate if you don't know of them um again they'll all be in the show notes go check them out um and let let us know what you think do they do they tick the boxes as far as Moon Knight artists go? Are they are they worthy of taking on the the mantle of Moon Knight artists? Um, yeah, drop us a line. Let us know. Um, anyway, Justin, we'll go to a quick break, and I think let's wrap up this show with we've got some feedback, uh, just some yeah. some odds and ends. Um, but listeners, we'll be right back after a couple of these messages uh, with our nightlines. See you soon. are you a fan of comic books are you a fan of comic book villains well join me russell as we take a walk on the dark side with tomes of evil the podcast dedicated to discussing, analyzing, and overall glorifying the villains of Marvel Comics, DC Comics, and all your favorite indie books. Tomes of Evil, a comic book villain podcast. Hi, this is Al of Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast and proud member of the collective, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Yes, welcome back, Looney listeners. You're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. I am with Justin the Owl. Well, that was good, and we are hooting our way through uh, this <laughs> uh, this idle chat, Justin. Um, now we just spoke about yeah. our most under underappreciated um, and our wish lists for Moon Knight artists. Uh, so mm. that was cool. Again, a very good topic. Thank you for for coming up with that. Thank you. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was super fun. Yeah, um, and to round out, now we've just got a bit of feedback. I'd like to to shout out our fellow loonies. Uh, Justin, shall we alternate this as as per um, what we've done before? Sure, absolutely. Okay, how about I take uh, the Facebook page and because that's a long one, oh, and, okay. and then do you want to take potentially the rest? Sure. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. All right. Well, from our Facebook page, this is in response to episode 241, The Chorus of Ordination, where we spoke to Jed McKay, uh, Russell and Noel, uh, and Keith, uh, host from Inside the Bunker podcast. He says, finally had a chance to listen to the episode. Great interview and apt of cool things to look forward to in the coming months. Uh, thank you so much, Keith. Uh, yes, uh, we, we had a blast chatting with Jed, and hopefully we'll get him again. Uh, as as his series progresses, that was a, that was a great interview. Oh, yeah, that was a super. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. listening to that. Yeah. Ah, oh, well, I mean, you know, Justin, if you want to have a chat and if we can tee up a time with Jed, love to have you um, on oh, there. I would love that. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we can do that soon. Yeah. So fingers crossed, and hopefully, Jed will be up for it. But um, he seems like such a 
such a cool dude, so I, I'm mm. sure he would. <laughs> um, so thank you, Keith. Uh, also, we have Mario Di Giacomo, and uh, he writes in, thanks for including my questions. Uh, again, we read out Mario's questions to Jed. Uh, now, I have a couple of theories about who the big bad should be, but they are all pretty out there. And so I, I said to him, Mario, I said, let us know, let us know, it'd be fun. He goes, I tend to think like a detective, and and the evidence for the big bad, uh, henceforth BB, is, is pretty slim. Number one, he's an irregular Moon Knight adversary. That rules out a few. Number two, his usual MO has a large body count, and he's a bit flashy. Number three, he really dislikes Mark's faith in Conchu, such as it is. That suggests an atheist or nihilist and a particularly zealous one. Number four, he's not a sophisticated sort, uses words like pal and pizzazz. Uh, number five, he might be British. Bespoke is a rather unusual term for an American to say. I can hear you say bespoke, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> bespoke. Anyway. I love that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, Mario goes on. Now, both the Carnage and Bullseye fit the bill, but they are tied up with other stories, so I did some poking around and there are a few possibilities. And he says, number one, Arcade, but Jed ruled him out. Number two, Jude, the Entropic Man, a really out there choice. It's interesting. Number three, Centurious, pretty obscure. Um, but my favourite yeah. oddball possibility is the Ghost Rider villain named Suicide. So, um, wow. yeah, so uh, Mario goes on further to say um, he, he sees some vampiric kind of uh, connotations, of course, with Reese and such. Uh, and he basically posits the question of Deacon Frost from Blade. So, mm. uh, interesting. And thank you, Mario, for those. Uh, Justin, what do you reckon of uh, of Suicide and Deacon Frost? I haven't thought about Suicide, that character, in a long time. That would be really <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't even remember what happened to him. I, I, know I don't know either. Yeah. He yeah, just basically he wanted burned to burned up at one point into into a skeleton, but all of his yeah. flesh and muscle and everything grew back. Yeah, um, yeah, interesting character. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think he's kind of left in obscurity. Um, mm. But Deacon Frost would be interesting, like a, a vampire. Deacon Frost, yeah. that's definitely more possible. I, yeah. I could definitely see that happening, it's, especially with this vampire element that we have going on. I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so thank you very much, Mario, for that. Um, and Justin, you have just a few here? Sure, yeah. From the Facebook group, we have, uh, in response to episode 242, I am the god of hellfire, in which we <laughs> talked about Punisher yes. Annual number 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Douglas Jonathan Vincent, hello, writes, I thought it was interesting to see Mark and Frank getting along so well in their first meeting, especially after having read the Round Robin story arc and the lead-up to it in Mark Spectre Moon Knight, where they were at each other's throats the whole time. Also, apparently Mark is about as loose with his supposedly secret identity as Nighthawk was back in the 70s and 80s Defenders comics, but it was great to see Frank a bit out of his element finding snake people, well, at least it wasn't the giant alien spider <laughs> from Marvel Knights, right? <laughs> absolutely, Doug. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, nice. That that is funny, actually, Justin. You're talking about Marvel Knights. That is a, a very out there story as well. Um, mm, but, you know, Frank I didn't just, know about that giant yeah. alien spider. Oh yeah, that's but Frank's just... tangled with some weird stuff as well. War of the Realms. He he takes on some crazy, crazy villains there. Um, but no, thank you, Doug. Thank you for that as well. Uh, yeah, and his secret identity is a bit 
it is a bit loose. Um, uh, yeah. it, it's not as tight knit as say Spidey's. So yeah. Yeah, he's. I think he's a bit more trusting than he probably should be sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good idea. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and then from YouTube, we have a couple of comments. We have um, one which you read at the beginning yes. of the show about uh, Dreamland Comics. And then uh, CMK7 writes, and this is in re- uh, response to episode 240. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are Moon Knight. Yes. Uh, ter- terrific review of these Lemire issues, guys. Like Drew, I am really taken with Smallwood's art. He truly has a unique style that sits among the top artists of Moon Knight for me. Also, I believe the cover art for this run collectively is the best Moon Knight has ever had, which I think I would kind of agree with that. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. And, and it's hard to argue against that, I think. It's, it's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. My favorite is issue two. It's that um, yes, that one yeah. that I think Greg Smallwood revealed that uh, uh, Jake Thomas, the editor, said, "Look, I want a, a cover that looks like an album cover." So mm. Greg Small, Smallwood came up with that, and it's just brilliant. Um, and uh, yeah, Drew, Justin, one of your biggest fans. <laughs> <laughs> sure, well, you've got many fans, so yeah. Oh well, yeah. I always, I always appreciate the compliments. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then um, in response to episode 241, the interview with Jed McKay, Mm -hmm. uh, he writes, Incredible interview. ITK never ceases to amaze me with the quality of guests, co-hosts, and content. I loved hearing from Jed, what an intelligent but good-humored and down-to-earth guy. Hearing his perspectives on Moon Knight continues to reaffirm me that our beloved Mooney is in great hands, and those scoops, oh my, can't mm. wait for the next issue. Yeah, I Lovely completely scoop. agree. Yeah. I'm counting down the days until we see Tigra. <laughs> oh, exactly. And what? No, I'm, I'm counting down the days for Stained Glass Scarlet. I can't wait. Mm. Oh, yes. And, um, oh, that too. Yeah, that too. Jed did say, you know, some people might be a little irked by how he, how he portrays her, but I'm just curious. I'd love to see. Um, but thank you so much, Chris. As always, it's it's so great to hear from you. Um, please keep them coming. We love we love to hear from you. Yeah, yeah. And also a few from Instagram. Mm-hmm. Also in response to episode two four two, Destructo Disc Designs yes. writes, "That man just ate a gerbil." <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just wanted to put that in there as well. It's a very nice comment. Um, but Destructive Disc Designs, I've got to give them a plug. They're, they're such great peeps over there um they do clothing and, and media patrol they do the the pins um so yeah we have a lot of fun over on, on instagram with them go check them out on instagram as well they've got great great clothes mm, and i love my uh my pin that, yes. I, that they created as well yeah, yeah i've got one of those limited edition moon knight pins i love it yeah yeah um and also on instagram sk metal writes over the top, but I enjoy MK's use of hypnosis to snap <laughs> Frank out of his drug-induced mania. Great fun. Yeah, that was a, a bit of a moment, I think, for me. Um, one of the highlights of that issue just yeah. really left the field thinking from Moon Knight, which is great because it shows he's, mm. he's smart. But yeah, to hypnotize yeah. Frank with a glint from the dart is something that you usually wouldn't expect from Moon Knight. 
No, and I don't think he's done that since. So that was just a one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one time only. Like, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> that's right. I'm yeah. only, only going to use this on Frank this one yeah. time, and then that's it. Yeah. So thank you once again, listeners, for all your feedback. It's great to hear. Uh, some of them, yeah, a bit late, and they, they didn't make it onto the show when we were reviewing those said issues and such. Um, but, you know, this is the beauty of the Idle Chat. We can, we can get to um, we get to shout it out uh, at least posthumously. Um, and mm. It's always great to hear from you. <laughs> um, so it's never too late to send in feedback. Um, but, yeah, that, that pretty much rounds it out. Uh, Justin, it's always been a pleasure. I'm, I apologise for um, the slight restriction, constriction of time, um, oh, no, don't worry about that. That's totally fine. Not a problem. Had a blast. I mean, just talking about these artists. We can go on forever about them. Um, yeah, can just wax lyrical about a lot of these artists. I had a whole other list here. Look, I'm just going to say quickly, Paul Galassi, Ron Friends, uh, Mark Cicchetto, and Nicholas Scott were my other um, wish lists. Um, mm. Just all great artists. So, you know, we could have spent like another nice. half hour on each of them. <laughs> but yeah. thank you so much. Um, That's true. Yeah, I'm sure you've had a few as well in there. Um, you know, yeah, think, also yeah. on my list too was um, was just a couple other ones. Mike Manley, who did Dark Hawk oh, in the yeah, early yeah, yeah. 90s. Yep, yep. I, like I really art. liked his style. Mm-hmm. And J.H. Uh, Williams III, who is famous for Sandman Ooh, and uh, cool. uh, Batwoman. But he did that beautiful Batwoman uh, series over at DC. I thought he would, at, at the very least, do a beautiful painted cover of Moon Knight. Oh, yeah. awesome! That'd be that'd be nice. I'm gonna have to grab that list off you because um, I, I want to put oh, sure, all of these yeah. names on the on the show notes. But um, yeah, listeners, check out any or all of those artists. You you won't be disappointed. I guarantee. Um, Justin, is there anything you want to plug? I know that you're you're busy with Tomes of Evil as well. Yes, Tomes of Evil. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up this month, actually. We have a special featuring none other than yourself. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be be talking about uh, Skeletor from the Masters of Evil in comic books. And we're also going to be talking about um, Marvel Monsters, Marvel Monster Mayhem. Awesome. The whole show just about some of our classic Marvel Monsters of the past. Fantastic. Um, and we've also got some some new subscription, some new uh, sub shows coming out as well. Ooh. We've got three of those debuting in the next couple of weeks as well. So, got a lot of stuff coming out. Oh, go check it out, Loonies. Of course, Tomes of Evil, fellow collective members, great friends of the show. Um, a lot of content t- content coming your way from their stables. Um, fantastic stuff. Uh, well, next phase, Looney's episode 244, it's going to be in Other Side of the Moon. So that's Moon Knight in comics other than his own. Uh, and Justin will be joining us again. Uh, we pre-recorded it, so you'll pass self again, Justin, <laughs> and, and pass Ray. <laughs> some time travelling. Some time travelling again. So we'll be when when you hear us, we'll be unaware of our conversation now. Uh, so Marvel Fanfare 39 it's a very small seven-page, eight-page Moon Knight story. It's a backup story from 39, and it's titled Bleep. So <laughs> uh, a very strange one. A lot of fun we had, Justin, with this one. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's it's funny. Yeah, that, that was a great fun to review that one, yeah. Yeah, and, and incidentally, that is um, a companion. It's a complementary to another episode that we've done, which is a, a bonus episode, which will mm. which will drop in November. 
um, so exclusive to Petroni. So that covers the the uh, the main story of Marvel Fanfare Thirty Nine that features Hawkeye. So not Moon Knight related, but as as I mentioned, Justin and I we um we love making these bonus episodes, and they're not necessarily Moon Knight based. But if you love your comics, um, and if you want to support the show, then yeah, you'll you'll grab these bonus episodes. They're they're coming out once a month. Um, but yeah, very proud to to have them done, and especially to get to chat with you, Justin. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we have a lot of fun doing these bonus episodes. Definitely. It's, yeah, we always have good chats, and we always. Um, learn some new things too. Yeah, exactly. And we've got a few more in the pipeline, baby. So don't worry, they're they're coming in. Oh, we yes. could, we just got to find the time. Um, <laughs> so fantastic. So Justin, a big thank you once again. And I'm going to say it uh, because let's not break the magic. I'll see you later on in the week. Oh yes, definitely. We'll see you then. <laughs> All right, catch the loonies. <laughs> Please consider checking out our Into the Night Patreon page on patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. There are plenty of incentives there, like uncut material, bonus episodes, and more, and any contribution will help expand the show. We're sponsored by Fringe Night by Daniel Doing, and you can support his Patreon page at patreon.com slash fringenight27. Also, Tombs by Drew Tombs can be supported via his SoundCloud website on soundcloud.com slash tombs with a Z. Drew Tombs also produces horror and sci-fi based music on Lurk Music. That's Lurk Music with a CK. And you can support his music on Bandcamp at lurkmusic.bandcamp.com. We're also sponsored by Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. Use the code MOON to get a promo of 20% off any online back issues. Finally, we're part of The Collective, which is an informal network of like-minded podcasters. It's a repository of ideas, and we also like crossing over and supporting each other. Please check out all of these shows in our show notes under The Collective. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Material used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.